anyone ever been bullied into offering your weed to someone? Yes, two weeks ago from you, and then two weeks ago for that mid grade. <laughs> <laughs> You're the only one that thinks my weed is mid grade, by the way. Yeah, because because y'all on that bullshit. I First gotta, of all, you're going to respect my weed because my dealer listens to the podcast. That's that mid-grade, Diva. And my name is Nunu Paris. This is another monthly episode of Wait, Don't Do It with the King of Comedy, Rafi Manzo. How, how are you feeling today, Rafi? Um, start over. I like that. <laughs> start over. No. Well, I have to start over because you, you feel uncomfortable. No, because I'm not ready. I have to like ma ma ah ah. This was. What are we, are we talking about? Horror. Okay, so I, I say my, we're t- we're talking. I know what my intro is. Talk then. Um, hi everyone. I'm kind of in a weird space right now because Nunu made me commute 45 minutes out of my way to come into a festival. Did you know that Silver Spring has festivals? You don't know that every Saturday Coachella, the far. I had to survive. Mo Coachella, bitch. Mo Coachella. <laughs> I had to survive Mo Coachella. <laughs> and uh, made it to uh, the Majestic Theater 10 in Silver Spring when there's a there's when when Nunu could have taken the red line <laughs> straight to Gallery Plays and we could have watched a subpar movie. <laughs> so I, I paid $26 to go see a subpar horror movie. Wait, are you not an Uber one member? Are you an Uber one member? No, you're not. Duh. You're not. Why, well, are you, why are you an Uber One member if you have a car? <laughs> <laughs> that is just bougie. It's just it's insulting. It's insulting. What do you think about Co- at Coachella? Would you be in Coachella right now? Um, speaking of Coachella, you know Coachella's dead. <laughs> it's dead. <laughs> it's dead. I mean, it is, but like you anyway, wouldn't do it anyway. Back to the topic at hand. <laughs> we have to do Coachella th- is the topic at hand. No, we have to do things in Silver Spring, and I forgot that. You didn't know that on Saturdays, that's when we have our events here in downtown. <laughs> so, small farmers energy. markets or um, festivals. The Autumn Leaves Festival. <laughs> <laughs> it just happens a lot on Saturdays. So, if you go downtown on Saturdays, it's just something to be aware of. So, I didn't even realize that when you were Ubering, I was like, oh. You know, that's not a normal thing. Like, we have farmers markets too, but <laughs> traffic doesn't stop for a, for a farmers market. That is just rural, rural ass shit. <laughs> It's I, so popular. That's what's happening. Because obviously, so good, Jessica. There's so many people. You see how lively it is. There's art installations. Hi, there's... everyone. I'm so late to the podcast because I got stuck behind a fucking tractor trailer <laughs> in the middle of the street. I love it because I can walk down. My name is Junior Paris, DC's prominent Silver Spring resident. Um, that has to change soon. I For can. our friendship, that has to change soon. That's our biggest contention is the fact. There's no contention. I have no you. <laughs> there's no problem on my end. I have no I know, problem. I know. I know. I know. I know. But I do want the audience to weigh in. If your friend lived in Silver Spring, downtown Silver Spring. Silver Spring, nonetheless. That, that, that <laughs> Maryland is, is I can see if, DC if from my house. If you can't relate to your friend in a tax. Way <laughs> in, in the tax bracket, kind of real. If you are not, if you don't live in a state, clap. <laughs> <laughs> you, know you know what? I, I live in a state. That's the difference. That's crazy too. That's crazy. So I, I, I go back to Coachella. I feel like Coachella is dead because after Beyonce's homecoming in 2018, like, is nothing's beating but, that. I mean, Bad Bunny was the only headliner, and Blackpink. That I got excited about, 
in the last few after, years. Uh, yeah, Beyonce. So we so we saw Blackpink and I haven't seen Blackpink's performance yet because I didn't see from last year, right? You talking about this year? They're, they're they're performing this year. I believe. They're still together. No shade. Who now? They're you know going what? On a world tour. Actually, they're on a, on, on another tour. note, Coachella. Now you playing with me because first of all, I didn't know who was playing, and now y'all just saying random people. Y'all saying <laughs> Frank Ocean playing, Bad Bunny, Blink One Eighty Two, Blackpink. What is this lineup? Can we just have real artists? I mean, every, real Becky artists. Sarah, Coach, everyone performed at Coachella. If you year. don't have songs on the Billboard, don't perform. If you don't have a Grammy, don't perform. First of all, if you don't care about Coachella, first of all, wake that tea up. Your, your, your we're girls, girls. We're girls. Your girls are we're girls. The we're girl girls. you have hanging behind we're you, girls. Kelly <laughs> <laughs> Lisa, to be clear. Shout out Lisa and David, honey. Shout out Lisa and David. That's a nice picture of Lisa, not David. Honey. Are those eyes? Are the eyes behind in that picture? Is that David in the shadows? Going back to Coachella, um, I just feel like it needs to be name brand, name brand. We need to, we need to have people that are brand recognizable. So I do think Bad Bunny was the, the most brand recognizable out of the, the, the list so far. Out of all the Latino artists that you've seen. Rosalia would have been the second, yeah. Carol G, Becky G. They have Grammys and Billboard? They have Latin Grammys. Yeah. Oh, they don't count to you. How many Latin oh, Grammys equal one <laughs> You are so evil. Yeah, let's take a let's talk about it. So Latin gravy. Let's talk about it. Let's, let's unpack. No, the word is unpack. Let's unpack that statement because it was very charged. How's it racially charged? I'm asking. So obviously there's a difference between Grammys and the Latin Grammys. Yeah. And it's the only one of the Grammys. This reminds me of the time. Oh, okay. That yep. you know, a white person <laughs> like do like. They were just saying a lot of crazy shit. Like, oh, like, it was, that's not a real channel. It's talking about BET. This is what I feel like. No, I'm saying there's a Grammys and there's a Latin Grammys and the Latin Grammys are the, the only Latin sub. Gra- so, so. There's the only category with a subcategory. There's not the Black Grammys, not the Asian Grammys. It's just the Latin Grammys and the Grammys. So they're clearly, I, I didn't make that up. I, I'm not, so I'm not the person saying... making it up. So I'm asking y'all, like, do y'all think the Latin Grammys are the same as Grammys or just like, Three Latin Grammys so equal one Vogue Grammy. It's not Vogue. I mean, <laughs> that's also. I mean, I mean, getting a Vogue cover is major, but like Vogue Arabia is not like regular Vogue. You feel me? It's not American Vogue. It's not even British Vogue. Like it's still Vogue, but like that's what I'm saying. There's levels to this shit, and I don't. I didn't make up the level. So why y'all mad at me? You don't. You. <laughs> oh, I see who you are. You, you I know. didn't make it up. I'm not the person to do. It. I'm just saying that I exist. I acknowledge them and. Do y'all ever have a friend that's like, oh my god, congratulations, but you know, it's just a Latin Grammy. Like, it's not I would still Grammy. be happy with a Latin Grammy, but I would feel like... Oh, I know you would. <laughs> <laughs> this, is why this is all weird to me. <laughs> but I would also recognize that it's not a Grammy. Grammy. You feel me? It's like an Oscar. We have Oscars. There's also BAFTAs. Like, the British you know, Academy has a like, whole thing. And people go to the BAFTAs and shit. But like, you know, Oscar... I mean, I feel like people. And is it my fault that elitism exists in the award no, category? No, it's, it's not your fault that elitism is part of your character traits. Though. <laughs> <laughs> I I just feel like uh, Rosalia would have been the better, better, better choice. I just watched uh, Bad Bunny live at Coachella. Congratulations, Benito! You did watch four um, minutes of that performance. I and what I, I enjoyed um, the variety of dancers, different body styles. It seemed like different sexualities, different gender expressions. Um, 
he's always been so for the people. So I live, 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 live for that. Um, I think he's really spending Kendall Jenner's money well. Ooh! Oh my God! You get attacked. I I just want to see what I'm just kidding. I just want to see what his reaction. I just want to see. I just want to see what he would do. You're lucky that he's kind of on my shit list too, because Bebony did say kind of weird shit on a. Did you hear about the Time article? No, I did not. No, he said kind of things that you would be saying, uh, pretty much, but about black people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it made me side eye him a little bit because he was like, "What do you say about the <coughs> oh, 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 oh. He says that. As terms of racial, because people ask him his race, which I think that's a loaded question in general too, because y'all know that he's not black. But y'all are asking him; they were asking him if he's black, pretty much. Asking who if he's black? Bad Bunny. Um, is obviously it, he's not black. He's not black. He's yeah, not he, black. he is not black. Um, so I was like, and so, so, and so, so, he, so, he, so his response was like, no, but um, Puerto Ricans love to be like, but Puerto Ricans are black, and I was like, there are Puerto Ricans that are black, yes, but no, Puerto Ricans are black doesn't work that way but then he said and i quote and then they asked him about like diversity in in and like injustices in in colorism in reggaeton he's like oh i don't think colorism exists and i was like and i was like oh he's too light to have that opinion he's way too light to have that opinion. <laughs> and again it's really problematic because he is the biggest reggaeton artist ever being a light skin like just uh He's Latino, definitely, but, like, he's very light-skinned. <coughs> and it's weird that he's coming up with that thing when, like, reggaeton was founded by black reggaeton artists. So, and we never heard of, people haven't heard of them. You know what I'm saying? So, he's not, him not, him not realizing his actual privilege is weird. And I'm so glad that we here to combat that. We, we, we offer interesting things like reggaeton brunches in our city. Uh... You are right, Nudu. I am very excited to announce that we are now collaborating with El Rey in U Street, and we're going to be having Reggaeton Brunch May 27th <coughs> um, at 12 to 3 p.m. May 27th is a special day because it's a Saturday. It is Memorial Day weekend, and most importantly, it is my 25th birthday party. It is not Nudu's birthday. It's not Nudu's birthday. Anyway, May 27th is an amazing day because it's Saturday. It's Memorial Day. It is <laughs> my government assigned birthday when I entered uh, this galaxy, this planet. And I'm turning, every bar. And every, <laughs> every bar in DC. I am, I'm turning 25. Um, what's, is it do, do, Dos Quinceanera? What's it like being 24? I think 24 is about growth. What did you learn? It's about... 24. In numerology, it it means a time of doing makeup. It means a time of learning how to do hair and really just being out there. So as I venture around 25 yet again, I just want to know more about who I am. So so it's not not dope. Don't don't say can't You said Dosa Quince is 25? How do you say 25? You know how to say 25. Como they say 25? You know how to say 25. Someone who's hosting reggaeton brunch in Washington, D.C. knows how to say 25. Como se dice 25 in Espanol? I asked... Rapidamente. Um, for the Latinos listening, I asked um, Alexa to, to play Punto 40. Um, Punto 40? 40? 40. And she said... Okay, playing songs by Punta Forty. <laughs> so there was Trenta, Denta. What is twenty? 
Why is my brain not coming up with 20 in Spanish you're not telling me? What, what? are references that are ba- 20? 20? 20? That don't sound right. 20? That don't sound Y'all making stuff It's 20. 20 y quinceañera. First of all, you're going to get racist. Microaggression. After 15, everything's a quinceañera. I am on my 30th era. You don't some marinara. Veinticinco. Veinticinco in ese era. One, two, uno, three, uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, yera. Uno, dos, cuatro. It's, so you just think that. What do you think five is? <laughs> cinco de mayo? No, yeah, cinco de mayo Um, coming up. Oh, it's going to be on Friday. What are you doing for cinco de mayo this year? Um, Going out, for sure, for the last time. Because next year we're going to be working, I'm sure. Manifesting. Manifesting it now. So... <coughs> What's scary about manifesting is that it actually comes true. It comes true. Did you see that TikTok when it was like your wants are just things your future self is telling you you already have, and you're just like communicating with your future self because like obviously time doesn't exist, so everything's existing at the same time. So all those wants and dreams and goals you have, like you already, it's just, it's just your future self like telling you to let you have it. You know. Wow. Yeah, you, you you stayed up till five o'clock in the morning on TikTok, didn't you? <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. I, I wonder how you night owls do it. Like people that like look at me and be like, "Yeah, I was up to three a.m." or posting Instagram stories at six a.m. or like, I, 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 I no, I just I just feel like, Change. are y'all not like? I don't know. I have like a weird like not fear, but it just feels like it's wrong, right? It feels wrong to be up at that time of night. Um. Like first a, of all, like a, first like a, like a, a witching You were hour. tweeting at 3 o'clock in the morning the other day. Let's be clear. Never. I have a tweet from Never you me. that was like, Never me. fuck Sasha Kobe at like ah. <laughs> at 1 a.m. Y'all got to let that Sasha Kobe hate train go. Oh, you yeah, you got to stop hating on Sasha Kobe. I don't hate sure. Sasha Kobe. Sasha Kobe's phenomenal. She shouldn't want anything. <laughs> She's phenomenal. She's definitely won that last website. I'm sure. They, I mean, they gave it to her. I'm sure. I, I believe she did win the last lip sync. Absolutely. How did y'all feel when y'all went to go see her in that hallway? It's not a hallway. It's a loading dock. It's an <laughs> actual loading dock. It would be like really, really, really loud. Um, I do think it's weird that Pictures is like trying to be this place where drag queens. I feel so you. bad about like that. imagine leaving an impression on a, on a famous drag queen that sees venues all over the world and then presenting them pictures which is pretty much a row house with a loading dock and saying perform here right you won't be a stage and you'll be walking through people um tripping downstairs tripping downstairs <laughs> and that's it that's weird we need town 2.0 back asap you know what i'm saying even if it's in summer spring <laughs> We be even yeah. It's a metro stop. Even metro stop in DC. First of all, you don't take the metro stop. You, you could have taken metro today. You know the weird thing is that people like literally look at me and like expect me to take the metro. Like I'm weird or something. You sh- yeah, you are weird. For it's not weird. Metro. It's not weird to not want to take public transportation. It's not weird to take public transportation. It's also weird not to do it. You know. 
I just like it's very American. I am. You know what? I think we should invest in trains, more trains, more electric covered trains, so that you know. We so if it, so there was a bill that passed, and it was like, we're gonna invest fully on on great transportation around the country, like super effective like transportation, electric bikes everywhere. But we're really gonna crack down on cars, and we're gonna start reading off cars. Would you vote for that? Work for home, diva. Well, you actually do need a car. I d- everyone needs a car. No. Oh, I'm just kidding. Y'all don't need cars. That's how classes too. Elitist chat. <laughs> <laughs> Jumping over the doors of the metro chick. That's not that was. People thought that was me. That was John, my friend John. I know it was so funny. I was like, people think I'm really short. It's crazy. <laughs> you are. I I want people, you. People in person. People actually tell me, "Wow, you're actually taller than I thought you were." And I'm like, "What?" Exactly. Thank. <laughs> I'm tall. And they said I'm taller than Plot I thought you were. Tall, they said I'm taller than I thought I was. But we both have that same thing. Like people think I'm like smaller than I am when they meet me. But that's because of your voice. Wow. It's so <laughs> I think it's the energy. Like I give like a petite energy because <laughs> I'm dainty yeah, and like a woman and very just you know small. And you have like a really you know short man syndrome kind of energy, like Napoleon Dynamite. Napoleon Bonaparte. No, sorry. <laughs> Gotta get historic. Hey, Kevin Hart. Meaning me. Vern, honey. <laughs> Webster. Um, Gary actually, Coleman. I'm actually tall. Like, I'm actually tall. That's just crazy. Culturally. I would definitely say I'm tall. tall. Contextually in your specific I culture. I relate to other tall people. Mm-hmm. Yes. American Horror Story delusion. Speaking of horror, American Horror Story, Emma Roberts and Kim Kardashian have signed on for the next season of American Horror Story. Are you going to be seated no. for no. another? Oh, we haven't watched that show in five years. Let's move on. Let's actually, but let's actually stick to delusion. How delusional do you think you are? Like 80, 20? Like reality's 20? Delusions? 80. I think about this often, but I think I'm probably the most down to earth person I know. I think I see. People. I'm the most down to earth person in this situation. Down. I think you're like the most common. Exhibit <laughs> <laughs> like, that. You're not down to earth. <laughs> <laughs> you are a condescending. How did I not even be down, down to earth though? Just because of condescending. You can't be condescending and down to earth. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Why? I mean, I feel like it's part Can of the... Can you be judgmental about her? I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say yes. Like, Did you see that TikTok where it said that people that are judgmental, people that talk shit, like that's actually just really normal and very fair. It is very normal. And it's white supremacy that told us not to talk shit about people. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's going too far. <laughs> it's not that. I just feel like it's cultural, though. You know, like in Europe, obviously... Not just Europe, place it's not America. <laughs> you know, the direct truth is was value, right? People are gonna tell you exactly how it is. And, you know, that obviously does have the negative effects which breeds insecurity. People feel more like, Oh, I should be humble, I should be blah blah blah. In the opposite of America where it's like, Well, you gotta be the most prideful person ever and you can't you can't tell people directly because it's mean. I just think it's cultural. Like I think you can be down to earth and tell people what it is. Like if it looks bad, bitch. It's a judgment. It's the truth. I did tell you, and it's still down there, right? Um, I can definitely see that because I guess I can be very straightforward, but also, but I just think 
Down to Earth is a vibe. Like, Down to Earth people ride the Metro. Clark has teeth. Down to Earth people wouldn't have a problem riding the Metro. You do have a problem <laughs> riding the Metro. No, that's not true. I would be in the Metro if the, what is it, W Mata, whatever you are, what it is, the Metro Authority. <laughs> Wabana? Wabana. Yeah, the Wabana. <laughs> the Washington Metro Transit Authority. <laughs> you Wabo, me Wabo. <laughs> Whatever. Like, do you know what a hyphen is? <laughs> do you know what an acronym is? <laughs> Whatever the um, governing body of the Metro is, if they offered um, me a brand deal like they have done some of our... <laughs> you got the name brand wrong. If <laughs> <laughs> they ever offered me, I would absolutely be on that train and those cars, the Tesla cars, as I saw a funny reel. Um, I'll say... Mm-hmm. So that, that's how we do, absolutely. <laughs> so you hear it first, Wamada. I just feel like the Metro, so honestly, I don't like the process. Like, can it just be like a reservation system or, um, or like I a mean, more, more, I, like, I don't mind taking more the lights. I don't mind taking the Metro. I really don't. It's, like, it's scary. Like, no, I want to say, well, I mean, I think everything in this world is scary at this point because it's such an unhinged world at this right. point. Right, it feels scarier than it is. I don't think it's actually scary, but I just don't like being underground in these dark tunnels with rats and stuff. And then in addition to, obviously, I have no problem catching the, you know, going on the tube, Diva, you feel me? Uh, the tube. <laughs> First of all, you would actually like the UK system. Probably. Like, I, I guess, again, yeah, it's, it's more light. I just feel like I'm, I'm so scared. But speaking of horror stories... <laughs> which was the point of our of our podcast today about horror and 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 because we literally just came back from Evil the most Dead movie I've watched this year. So the skating review from Rafi. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we just came back from Evil Dead Rise. I thought it was Rises. I'm not sure why it's Rise. I don't know what Rise Rose. The first five minutes were beautifully directed as a horror fan. Oh yeah, the that first that, that title first shot was, was gorgeous, amazing. You know, it was directed well the whole time. Like again, yes. I, I don't think like cinematography was there, effects yeah. were there, the gags and shit were there. It was just the the storytelling and the in the connection to the to the Curious. audience, and I haven't seen such a lack of connection to the audience. I just didn't feel like I was involved. I just was like, oh, I'm just. And also, what really annoyed about this movie, if you really think about the camp factor, there was no camp, and Evil Dead. There was by camp. Defi- no, by no. definition. It has to have overwhelming camp. It was camp. I thought. I there thought were camp moments. There was not overwhelming. I thought camp. they thought they were giving camp. Yeah, this was straight person camp. Down. It wasn't as campy as it could be. I agree, but I think in their head, what's it was the point camp. of having? Can we? What's the point of having queer characters, um, and not having camp, like being scared of camp? Oh, you view them as queer? Ooh. I mean, were they? We never, we never confirmed that. I mean, it was giving queer. It was giving queer. It was giving queer coding. <laughs> but, like, all of them. Like, both of them. I, I said what I said. It was all giving queer coding. Um, so. Yeah. yeah. 
it, I, I don't know. It was giving queer code. I guess it was weird because, and just speaking specifically about this movie, there were it's still white people, which I can, as I said before. I'm okay with that. I, I, as one I, movies, I'm still White people okay need to be in movies because I don't want to see myself dying on screen from Supernatural. They like need I, to be in horror movies. Let's be clear. Like, white, the horror movies should be the mainly, the only white, <laughs> most popular white industry in I do the whole think world. That, I do think that there's ways to make people of color in them oh you yeah you know what and, and you did miss one of the trailers uh for the blackening which was which speaks oh to, yes but it's a it's a isn't it like a comedy, comedy it's a yeah. dark uh, comedy or whatever right black people can never yeah. make co- horror series yeah, i've never well, s- i don't think i see that's what i'm saying i think because we don't want to see ourselves die in that way and empathize with ourselves dying in that way that we have to ele- take away right it has to be camp then so i again I think with this movie, the the when the they lost me as soon as the Latin person started, the Spanish person started praying in English. I thought that could have been such a moment when they he starts doing the R's or like Spanish. But prayer. what would have been the point if he was going to be in the movie for more than five minutes? But it was a waste of characters. <laughs> it was a waste of so much potential. There was so much potential. Again, I, I thought I just thought it was a lot of death. And no, like, point of the death. Like, yeah. in the original remake. <laughs> <laughs> is it a horror fan? Because she has not. Oh, yeah. That's, that's what we're going to discuss. What makes you a horror fan? Because Ravi has a lot of opinions. Um, no, I'm, I don't like to gatekeep horror. You but... do like to gatekeep horror, for me specifically. No, um, I like to. I, like I love to... Evil Dead as a series. I've only seen the remake. I have not seen the original, but I have not seen a lot of original movies because I don't. Like old movies. It's not even like the old movies. It's just if I like old movies, I'm watching it for like drama. I don't. I, I don't want to see like cheap effects. I'm not. I'm just not going to be into it. Like I can't, I can't view it as like quality when it's, I know. But when, Halloween has no cheap effects. Like that movie was so well made. The first one and the current one is still garbage, diva. No shade. It's no shade. No shade to Jamie Lee. Shout out to Oscar winner. It's um, garbage. It's garbage it's though. It's actually not garbage. Okay, well, I don't view those effects as scary or provocative it have, it's not about or it's aesthetic. A storytelling. It was a storytelling with that budget that they had and that, and just of the time. It, it started as And genre. I respect that. I, I respect, you know. You would have half the movies that you like now without Halloween. Yeah. T. Shout, shout out to them. So that's what I'm saying. You can't be a horror fan. That's why I, that's why I have the gatekeep. Because I feel like you no, you. But I hate that. That's the point. You have to respect the movie. I have no problem with them, but I I want to just realize, recognize that they're just bad, and I'm okay with them being bad. But you're not okay with me saying they're bad. Like I'm happy that we had all that ugly stuff, so we can get to the more cute stuff. Like obviously, you can't be cute unless you're ugly first. But I just prefer a more modern take. So my, your, I think it goes back to elitism. This is all turns around. How is because, that elitism? Because you watch, you've watched these other bad movies that are poorly made. Sometimes, like I still think that like some of these old Cats. movies, like that part. <laughs> but also, but um, even the Gone old with movies, the Wind. Let's go. Let's go to old. Gone with the Wind. That's what I'm saying. Like all these but it's movies, made well I done. It's well done. And all these movies. It's well done, mate. Though. Uh, and, and and again, but but I'm saying that Halloween was well done because they. I, I will say you can say you can sit there and say Friday the Thirteenth, the original, pretty. It, it was no pretty I, bad. No, I'm because not because of the poor camera choices and just the, that was cheap effects. A lot of you're things. misunderstanding. I'm not saying that it was uh, it's an ugly film. I get contextually in the 70s, 80s, whenever these movies were made. Um, that they did the best they could, just like Alfred Hitchcock with the chocolate sauce and the blood. Like everyone did the best they could in yep, the time. Um, I seen the clips. <laughs> Wait, American Psycho? 
I see that one. That's why, because you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you watch America's Got Talent. Not because you're a whore, girl. Because train. <laughs> train. I see the club. So, but again, I couldn't watch Psycho for the same reason I'm saying. Like, not that it was done bad, but I know what I know, I know it's black and white, I know it's not real blood, so, like, I, the, the effects would take me out of it, so that's why I can't watch those original, that's why I enjoy the remake, so I started watching horror films truly in 2010 when the remake of Friday, I mean, no, Nightmare on Elm Street came out. And that one, that makes me so cringe. <laughs> and that, I, that was cringe. the first time I went to a theater to see a horror show, and I was like, I am Jiving into the genre because I was very, very scared of horror. Well, that's not your first horror movie. That was your first slasher film. And so, so uh, here we go. Great people. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's differences. It's, there's levels. I view we horror. Did not, we did not watch a slasher. If the film point today. is scary, it's horror to me. And I know there's thrillers and slashers and paranormal. I know there's sub genres, but anything that's meant to be like. But that was not your first scary. horror movie. My first. Okay, let's go back. So let's let's talk about it. What was your first? Uh, engaged when the first time you engaged with something horror mine was it was Halloween as at what age literally too young to watch it like probably 8, 9, 10 okay so mine was actually earlier what happened what my parents tell me happened and I was a really big fan as a 3 or 4 year old of um what's his name I just lost it damn these drugs what was it oh Tales from the Crypt Tales from the Crypt and the Crypt Keeper, which is, if you don't know, and a lot of people don't, because another tangent, because um, if you are born in the late 90s, you don't know anything. I have a coworker who, I love her to death, she's only, we were four years apart, and we're both born in the 90s, but like, she doesn't know what like Mellow Yellow is, or like Surge, or like any of those yes. like very niche, momentary things that it's, happen in the 90s. for me. Mellow Yellow was down there when- Our coworker who lived in Jersey, grew up in Jersey, she was like, yeah, Mellow Yellow, what are you talking about? South. It, I did not know Mellow Yellow in Port Chester, New York. I'm saying I got corroborated from people from, from uh, in that era. Okay, I believe you. But. So, my apparently I liked the Crypt Keeper. I do remember, remember being like in Tales of the Crypt, which was a story, a, sh- a show, right? But yeah. it was it was camp. It, yeah. it was supposed to be scary, but it was a scary Crypt Keeper who made terrible puns and had, jokes. I, Very I, Elvira, I, right? I had similar experiences with that one too. Yeah. And it was just telling horror stories that was just Twilight Zone, but for a more horror genre. And it really wasn't scary, but I, at one point I got scared again, so I stopped with all horror, and then I didn't get back into it until I was like 17 and 18 and stuff. So you never saw a horror movie before and after that? I try to watch... Okay, The Uninvited doesn't count. No. <laughs> that is a horror movie! Okay, so I watched that when I was like 16, 17. It's still in the era. I the Passion of the Christ is that horror? That is a horror. <laughs> that is horror. Oh, well, you know, I actually talked to my mom about that recently, and she was like, "Do you remember how we can never watch it again?" And like, we, everything was just so silent and horrifying. And I was like, "They Christians viewed it as such an intense experience." And I, I, I yes. she was like, "People were dying. You remember having heart attacks in the theater?" And I said, "That was the Lord telling me it's time to go then." Because it, that was t- taking you out. Then. I mean, but it was. You, I, you saw it in theater. Yes, we at all calling. Balling, really? Balling. Is that, so that are we considering Passion of Christ officially a canon horror? It kind of was. Horror. I was tra- traumatized. Snuff I, I film, still bitch. remember. It's a stuff. It's a stuff. My mom was willingly taking me. No, to everybody, all Christians, anyone who had ever called themselves Christian, Catholic, faith, you ha- you had to take your whole family, no matter how young they were, to see Jesus be like brutalized. 
It was insane. This going to be a TikTok video. This is good content. Yeah. Uh, and that, that's traumatizing. That's such a relatable moment. I remember them. No, I remember, and I was traumatized, but not for that reason. I learned a lot. My memory from that movie was everyone's obviously silent, and she was like, "Yeah, it was silent." I was like, "It was because it was, you know, subtitled." Bitch was reading. That's what I fucking silent. Okay, that, that started there. It wasn't that scary. Hose oh, was reading. Hose was reading, and it was all reading for. First of all, that was a test. That was we, we were trying to have fun at the movies, and our parents having us read for hours, hours. I gagged. Second of all, I was confused. They were white. Confused me. I was like, what's going on, Diva? Um, that was still my era where I thought, like, I didn't think that Jesus was not white. Second of all, I wasn't, I was confused at that little demon baby. That's what I remember. Like, there was that, there was the, the devil. the bald devil. The bald. That's what I'm saying. But there was a bit, in that one point, there, he, there he had someone carrying him and he was like this demon baby. He turned around and smiled. He had like a full set of teeth. And I was like, what's going on? I was like, we're telling the Bible story. And I was like, is he, the devil was there, the demon baby smiling. Where's that? Wait, Where's the source material? Wait, the passion of the Christ was a horror movie. I got I got And then the, the thing that I stuck with me the most, because I didn't, because I'm kind of slow sometimes. I don't understand science a lot, um, logically. So, you know, they're on the cross, right? Everyone's getting crucified. Remember, there was these two people next to Jesus being yeah, crucified. And at one point, a crow comes out and pecks the eye out of that guy. And I thought in my head at that age, I was like, okay, if something takes something out of your face, you're automatically dead. And they kept talking. And I was like, I remember sitting there like, how is he alive? I remember, I never remember just sitting there. My mom, I was like, how, how is he alive right now? I just could not get that out of my head. And that's all I remember. That's all I remember. I don't remember <laughs> that specific part. I do not. Maybe I was still crying. What were you crying at? For what? I was cried the entire time. Oh, like, like the three-prong whip meat. Section. Oh my god! It just—I cried the entire movie, and then watching my mom cry like that was really traumatizing. Do you think that first of all, <laughs> not my family crying? We gangsters, the fuck. <laughs> first of all, you didn't cry during that movie. No one cried. First of all, I don't know. But first of all, I, we ain't never that. I, mean, I could imagine cry for, for I, maybe you I, didn't cry during the Passion of the Christ for what? Fort, right. Ah. <laughs> you were built different. Let me tell you. <laughs> I also think that maybe culturally we have some differences. Like I think being descended from slaves. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that was already yeah. part of my, I mean, it is part of our culture. I feel like, especially as black children, you get just, you just see the horrors of slavery, especially in that era, like really early. Like I, mm-hmm. I just saw people being, whipped. I mean, when I think of whipping, it's like I had slave contact. So it wasn't mm-hmm. weird to see someone else getting whipped, okay. I guess. So I didn't view it as like horrifying. Mm-hmm. It was bad, but I was like, okay. People, people been whipped in this country. <laughs> okay, yeah, for me, I think it was more. I think that I think that's when I was still trying to believe in Jesus. I was like, he. I still had believed, but I thought the movie. But I also realized it was like a movie. I was like, there's a white person making this white ass movie, and I was like, I, I didn't think. Also, I didn't think that he was white. I thought he was like Middle Eastern. Yeah, remember that he was famous, and he was from like that area. Yeah, <laughs> I was confused. That demon baby took me. That took me out of it. I was like, now. I I perused the Bible and I know there ain't no demon baby in that Bible. Uh, so th- yeah, that was our first horror movie. You think? I do believe that. Baby's first. No, horror. that was not my first. That was so my you first said you watched Halloween as an elementary schooler um, with my sister. She bullied me into watching that. Unless she traumatized me, and I threw it behind the couch for years, like in the place. And then when we were moving out of the apartment, that's when I refound it because we never moved that couch. And I watched it again. And I fell in love. 
Wow, love it. And then you just in in what do you feel like attracted you to not only Jamie Lee's performance but just that genre of slasher? Because you're a really big slasher fan, and I think it's important to recognize like within horror, which ones we go hard for. Like I am paranormal down. I just paranormal activity down. Like anything with demons, like sign me up. Like, I'm not much like possession. Notice, really possession. I'm not gonna, possession. Especially noticing today, I don't really like the demon slash possession ones as much. Only because they're not as fun and they're not as camp. They're not as like. I don't think they're as camp, but I think it's scarier and, to me. Uh, and to me, it's scary's great. Like Conjuring, great horror movie. When it came out, absolutely. Yes, great horror movie, great storytelling. But then some of them like this one today. Just like take themselves too seriously, and I'm already lost. It tried. I I think it, it was too, too serious. It yes. tried too hard. It, it it definitely tried too hard. And then I love the fact that in horror movies. You know who's gonna die in slasher films. You know who's gonna die, which is and just the non-serious of it, seriousness of it. And also, my favorite thing is the victim, like the surviving victim, surviving everything, but also the killer being disenfranchised and like. But see, that's the things. That's the things I hate about it. It's you already know it, so what's the point of watching if you already know? And then, but it's just like watching it, and like I just love my my dream is to literally like not survive a horror movie, direct die last in a horror movie, like. <laughs> That's my favorite. Kill I, me, I, bitch. I want to die in a horror movie, and I also want it to be the most dramatic chasing. I want I first. Like. I want first out. If 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 that well that also if if it's the opening. Kill, I want an iconic. I want an opening yeah. kill. You want a Drew Barrymore. Yeah. Uh, Carmen Electra. Carmen Electra. Well, that's the reference. Yes. Yes. That's the reference. Which on, on, on another note, Raffi hates that about me specifically. I don't know why. I feel like for me I learned about horror from parodies of horror apparently. I think scary movie from all its iterations, even though they all got progressively worse each time, I did learn a lot about horror because I, mean, I the first two. Let's be clear. The first two are solid. Absolutely. Movies. And three was almost abysmally bad. Uh I mean all the, it was Brad almost sound was still iconic. Queen Latifah seeing her pillar Alec you know, the TV and beat yeah. it. It was almost salvageable. That one is wa- still watchable. 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 I want to say watchable because the ha- second, the signs, I hate the signs reference. But signs was a bad time. I so that, that's what I'm signs. saying. So that's the reason I watched scary movies is because, like I said, I wasn't watching real horror until I was like 17. So the only thing I had to watch was scary movie to be like, okay, I know what the horror is without me actually being heavily scared. So that's how I learned all these things and as i got older i had friends and people that were like you have to watch scream and you have to go through all these things and i did and i still didn't like it but that's what it is also think horror like you just have to watch it when it comes out because i feel like it's not scary if it's not when you don't watch it like exorcist probably was scary when it came out but it's not scary now right I mean, Halloween's not scary now, but, like, I think also just contextually, I think Halloween... But it would have been scarier then because we didn't have phones and computers. Like, bitch, serial killers were really getting away. You feel me? Like, you really could have died. Scream 6 <laughs> was an example of how a horror movie can be modern, a slasher movie can be modern, but, and so effective. You, but you know which movie I thought was effective? And I was, was scared and unhinged. You know which one I thought was effective, surprisingly? Which one? Purge series. That's not a slasher film, though. What what genre is it? It's a uh, like a it is slashing and it is uh, it always centers on a family. It's thriller, it's thriller, but it does center on like a slasher, a cast of characters trying to survive to a certain point, and there are, you know, but it's not a, a, a slasher is 
There's creative, one killer. Create, create, one killer. Well, not, not all the time. Creativity in the kills. Um, like there's a ch- there has to be like some chases. That's true. Be- there is a, there is a beat sheet and there's a choreography that comes with it. Yes, and, and it just doesn't. But again, Purge first one was a really unhinged movie. I loved it. I, and it genuinely scared me because you know we were at a time where we were like, oh, this just could happen. Blah 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 blah. It still could happen, but you know it was more scary. I feel like, but you know. When I was that age, I'm happy that Paranormal Activity came out because I think that's what really sparked my love for, like, the paranormal yeah. possession things. Because that, that scared, me scared the fuck because we thought that shit was real for a little for a bit. Whole era. That was a whole era. I was screaming for that ending. I screaming. remember watching it, like, even in college and then going back to the dorm room and just being like, bitch, I'm by myself. Like, I'm going to die. But then, again, I give in to the demons. I don't understand movies. There, there is no new Paris movie. If a demon comes around and is like, I'm going to kill you, then kill me. Kill me. You're not a survivor. I just, I'm just not doing all that. Like, we watch this, like, stuff like Evil Dead, for example. I mean, we talk about, like, these people go through getting stabbed and having limbs ripped off and blah, 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 blah. Girl. At some point, I just turn over and go to bed. If you're going to kill me, kill me. <laughs> I mean, I've always said that, too. Like, <laughs> or just possess my body. I'm going to be conscious, right? Take it. Take it. <laughs> like, what, what's the point? I think that I'm glad that horror has become more popular over the years as I just want it to be respected uh, do you think it's I mean it has become literally more popular we have thanks to America Horror Story going back to it ooh girl bye girl bye yeah that's not now that's not now let's not let's not disrespect let's not get the flowers there let's not flowers they are the reason that's no shade it's no shade Obviously, not. I'm not going to say that American Horror Story is the most creative thing that ever happened, revolutionary, but it did revolutionize a genre and specific a type of TV limited series, medium, and anthology series for not just their show, a lot of shows, and it made horror at the forefront. You weren't there for the Tumblr era. American Horror, horror that was just like it. it. People were scared. I remember like going to I watch. I was never scared. It was, I, I was never scared. Well, two was scared one time. First Girl, time, they, those two was scary. Never scary. That the first time, scary. it was a little creepy. A little I, creepy. Again, I can agree with you that it made it more accessible, and I, it was the first show that really made horror like people die. You're not secured a contract. Like, there's not going to be like you could die episode two. Like, that's how it goes around here. But it just made it more fun, and and and, and it also had the camp feature you're talking about. So I would think you would be in love with the first American two, Horror three Story were great, or Scream that, Queens or. Uh, and again, I respected the first. Scream most, Queens. I had to force you to go back and watch but it the, but recently it's, after. But it's the, but overall those movies. I, w- I would not say that it was. Like, past a certain point, it was not horror. And at this point, it's just ridiculousness. And it's, it should have been done three years ago. It should have ended at 10. They should have just done Apocalypse, the reset, re of the universe, and just said, uh, we're The we're fact that it's still going on is ridiculous. I'm going to see it because I, I, I liked who we got from it. Sarah Paulson obviously can do no wrong when it comes to horror. Iconic Scream Queen. Iconic, iconic Scream Queen. And they were able to spawn not just that show, but like stuff like Nurse Ratchet. I, I love, I don't know what that genre is, but I just I love all love that. I love, I just love, a, I just love a story. And about, I love women killing, and I love, yeah, that, that's you my You like Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. That. Also a great movie. Great it was a boot. It was definitely a boot for me. That's crazy. I thought, crazy. I thought Bodies, Bodies, Bodies was. What, bodies, 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 bodies wasn't funny enough to justify its humor. 
and I think that was my issue. It was not funny. If you're gonna do a comedy horror, like you gotta be funny, and it just wasn't funny. Like I'd rather it be a scary movie, which was like fucking funny, and then be like, ha ha, we're just dumb, ha ha. I'm like, I I know you're dumb. It's a horror movie. There's no joke there. I can't, I can't. I, so, but I I appreciate his ambition. Again, I can respect it. But again, my favorites are gonna be the Vitch. I looked at the Vitch the other day. You know the Vitch. You know how long that movie is. Hour and a half. Ninety minutes, and I got. Because it feels like a lot. Because it things. feels like you're there forever, but it also feels intense. I didn't think I experienced all that in ninety minutes. I, w- I was about to bring up. Her- That's what I was gonna bring up. Hereditary. I mean. Hereditary. Midsummer. That Vitch. That era is. I just need that to come back. That is my favorite favorite era. I mean, horror. it hasn't gone nowhere. Yeah, it's not gonna A24 was bodies, bodies, bodies. They're still producing the movie. They kind of got worse. And Ari did just, uh, is doing X, 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 and... They have done more, and those movies prepare A24 to do a lot. You know, shout out to, you know, everything, everywhere, all at once, and all that shit. No shade. It has not been as good since that era. Like, there's nothing that's gonna beat that trifecta of, like, Vich, Hereditary, Midsommar for me. Those are the most perfect movies era that we You still stand by the Vich. I, I, I think I I don't think those anything gets better than those three movies in horror. Like I can't say I can't you sit here and lying, Jesus, <gasps> you're lying. As I, you think that's be dramatic. You're being dramatic. I'm being I'm serious just, when I think you, about you, how many times have you seen the bitch? I I would substitute hereditary maybe for No. You would substitute the bitch. No, never. I'm sorry. Yeah. I would not. I would. That's my movie. I, was, I would. I would. No, miss him on my top, but I couldn't. I couldn't take out the bitch. It's. It was just. It's too impactful. You don't even know what that movie's about. I don't ever talk about Black Phillip like that. How dare you? That's the only thing you know about that movie. You don't know. Okay. What I think. What, what made that movie scary? For me, yes. I gotta give the context because you know, rap. You don't like no nothing but context, y'all. I am. I am an English major, so obviously. And I specifically concentrated in British, early American, neoclassical. I know. And that is a a type of medium I enjoy a lot. So them just being in that setting and the dire, to me, it's just my type of genre. Like, it's really not that. Okay, so what made it scary? What made it impactful for you? Just the silence. Obviously, the silence, the the having it focused on one character who was just one woman, one girl doing all these things, not knowing if what was happening, if it was paranoia. I mean, it it, it took like the crucible and took it. I, I mean, past it. Like it's genius. I can't. I would go down for the witch. I'm sorry. I would take hereditary and place it with something else that I think was important. I think the witch is a great movie to watch with friends because it's a great reacting movie. I think The Vich also someone explained The Vich to me and I, after the explanation I'm like, oh, that is a horror, a scary element. Because and just the feminist element. I, I the alone. Feminist, the critical, the fact, yeah. that, that alone is just... The, fa- the fact that she would rather go to the devil than be right. in the family. It was just, you felt it. You just felt it. I would probably switch out Hereditary with, and you don't think this is crazy. Evil Dead No. And I think it's about impact. I would do us. And people think that's us? crazy. I oh, know. All of them? I know. And people think that is get so out crazy. Because Get Out to me was the one that started it for me. Us? Us, us lost me after the second half. I loved it. I loved it so much. You did you 
did not. I you did. talk about it like that? Yes, I showed my mom that I like. Your mom does. My mom hates horror, which is also why I didn't get your horror because my mom doesn't like horror movies, and I like horror. Yeah, people hate horror. Like the girls that don't do horror, I can believe. They're that. like, I hate it. I hate it. Oh, you know what? No, no, I yeah, like y'all. Us was a jump. I like us, us is in my top, but I, I, sh- I we're not gonna say us. I should have said the, 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 the real one. Oh, that's so hard. I couldn't do a top three. I would have to do a top five. <laughs> do do your top three horror. The top three horror. Yeah. I, okay. So I think Miss Omar is 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 up there. Scream. That's so stupid. And like these are just I I I mean I'm not am I picking the movie or am I picking? I'm the telling show? you to pick three. You Rafi Manzor top three movies of three horror. Movies. This is it. Top three movies I will just watch for the rest of my life. And I'm struggling because uh, I I want to include Paranormal Activity too so bad because <laughs> it's such an iconic Paranormal movie. Two, two. Yeah, I mean that the cabinet scene. Is so the cabinet is so <laughs> iconic. The gag, the gag, the gag. I mean, but also Sinister. Was but I was gonna say that was the third. I would say, but I feel like Sinister honestly was actually so terrifying that I would have to put it in my top three because it was okay, but that's so... not my favorite that, no you're talking about favorites oh you're talking about my favorite oh, or scariest movies you know oh. what scariest if you wanted the scariest then you're right Sinister you're right you know what let's start top three your personal favorite so then okay. my personal so favorite my personal favorite I mean Scream 6 was such a good revamp to that series I and I have to say that it's probably a close second besides, but I can tell you every single beat of Scream. So Scream is definitely my number one. Don't put then me. Halloween. Which Halloween is my favorite? Because Michael Myers is just, just so deeply rooted in my life. Halloween Kills. I would watch over Gag. the original, over the original right now. Gag. And then my last one that I would just watch for the rest of my life. I'm getting warmer. It's a hard one. The third one, I said Miss Amar. I said The Vitch. My third one. I'm bodies, bet- Bodies, Bodies was really impactful for me. I'm, I'm between like recent Us, Paranormal Activity 2, Sinister. If I would watch, I am scared to watch Sinister. Uh, Sinister's on my list. But I'm then scared. Annabelle. No shade. Yeah. Annabelle? The, the Annabelle one was it was like the yeah. orphans in that house and that girl who uh, couldn't walk. You remember they had the thing going down the stairs and the, the orphanage? Ghost... No, no. Uh, well, we all had to watch the orphanage. <laughs> <didn't we? laughs> orphanage was great, but no, I don't remember that. I, I, don't I, I remember in about in that the shit was scary, whatever, that shit was I'm scary. talking about that other one. That was good too, though. No shade. Um, but then the Conjuring two, I have watched. I've seen the Conjuring two so many times. Like for real, for real, I've seen it just so many times, and I don't know if it's because I've I, only watched, and I love it, and I love it so much. But I don't think I don't think it's scary because I've seen it so much. But I do love that movie. But an easier list would be the scariest movies, and I think that would be probably identical for us because Sinister, it's hor- horrifying. I would put the Green Inferno. I was screaming. Can't <laughs> you can't be screaming out the Green Inferno like that. When well, I think of movies that really traumatize me, I put the Green Inferno. I cannibal saw it in theaters. Holocaust. I saw just it in... Just say Cannibal Holocaust. I mean, I know... I Okay, I'm I'm saying my remake. Whatever the remix, remix of the inspiration, the Green Inferno, I saw it in theaters. I saw outside of theaters. That was shit was... And, compared and, to the... I want everyone to know. The Green Inferno is nothing. Doesn't even hold a candle. Well, and I'm I saying, get past And that. I'm not even an original girl. Because I will say Evil that. Dead remake is better than the original. It is Dead. better. Um, but I will say... That Green Inferno movie was stupid. I didn't. I was not uncomfortable at all. When I, I watched 
Cannibal Holocaust, that shit really traumatized but me. But I was only uncomfortable because Deep of the really cannibalism, really. not because of the story. Nothing in the story of Green Inferno was scary. Like, none of that shit scared me. It was just really the eating. I can't. I have a thing about food, though. So. But I never felt like it was real. When you watch the Cannibal Holocaust, you feel like this is really happening. Oh, you wow. feel. So I will say that. But, you know, I would also add... You know, there's uh, it's just scary. It's but like, but you're right. Conjuring one though. The first Conjuring when like, it came I out, was screaming in there. I was. Yeah, I saw it like three times, and every time I was still scared. I had friends who was falling out of seat. It's like it was legitimately scary. So I feel like the Conjuring one would have to, but I don't like it in the rewatch as much. That's the thing. I say it's not my favorite. Because when I think uh, I'm talking, we're just talking about scary. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, scary is. So, Sinister, Conjuring. Sinister is definitely the scariest. Sinister was like too scary when it came out. Sinister, Conjuring. The scariest. I mean, Paranormal Activity, I was screaming. I was about to say Paranormal Activity because that was, I left so unsettled from Paranormal Activity because that found footage era before it got so saturated. It made it seem so real. And I was like, bitch. Yeah. She could be out there. Katie. But then I liked how long the series went because Katie just became this reoccurring, like, hilarious Even character. Even the most recent one. I know. That's why I know Mark ones. I know. I love, I love the Conjuring series. It's, like, my favorite. Conjuring or Paranormal Activity? I mean, Paranormal Activity. Both of those are, like, my top favorite series. Like, I feel like Conjuring and the Paranormal Activity series are just... There's nothing, there's nothing better than that. And Insidious Red Door, which I feel is going to be a flop. Insidious Red Door is going to be a flop, I'm sure. But... It's going to be a flop, but... Um... At one point, Insidious did scare me. The first one. The first one was actually legitimately scary. I will say, that was a great era, too. I didn't like that. I was like, I can't go to sleep. What if I actually project? I was like, I can't be getting Astral demons. Because I think I'm very, like... Is that what that movie's about? Yeah, you remember the kid was actually projecting into that demon world, and that's where they were written, and that's how the whole shit started? And I was like, no, ma'am. I feel very connected with the universe. I don't want to be dreaming and lucid dreams. <laughs> For me, Dila. Oh, scary. So you don't think Green and Purple is scary? Okay. No, I don't. I don't think that was scary. Because mm. again, once you've seen the other one, you're just like, I can't. Nothing compared to that. Um, but honestly, oh, favorite movies? Oh, okay, back to third. Honestly, Saw 2, great movie. Great rewatchable movie. I watched that. Rewatched that for the death of But see, I would go back. If we were going to that era, I would go to... Hostel 2. I mean, I would, Hostel was a great movie, too. I, I will say, Hostel re, on a rewatch, I rewatched that shit. And that shit was The Hills good. Have Eyes. I never watched The Hills Have Eyes. Really? One or that, two? That actually scared me as a kid, so I never watched it. It was a little... It was a little scary. I'm not going to lie to y'all. So you watched that? I did. At 17? Mm-hmm. I rented it from Blockbuster. I had my license. Mm-hmm. Oh, Blockbuster. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, so yeah. you jumped into Hollywood. Yeah, yes. But, there, okay, because you get context, there was an era when I turned 17 where I was just really into film. Like, even my freshman year, I was, like, downloading illegally so many, like, yes. old films. Like, Elizabeth Taylor. I was just, like, I was just, like, to film in general. Like, I was just experiencing. Spit on your grave. That one, I watched a lot. I've seen, Rape, I've seen the original I Spit on Your Grave upwards of 25 times, probably. Rape Revenge Point, that was a whole other It was now. so intense. I think that one was, I, I was going to say, thank you for reading that. I was, was going to say, as scary. I feel like that was, like, horrifying. Mm, the last one on the left. Yeah, all that was terrifying. But I would add, um... The last house on the left. I would add VHS. No shade. VHS is scary, yes. The first time you watch VHS, is intense. Yes, yes. And it was intense. And I think I was like genuinely like, hmm. It was so I weird. I always got a VHS on record. 
confused, but VHS is a scary one. Of course not. And they're and they're still our honorable favorites because when you think about favorites, I love the era of Unfriended, Unfriended Two, The Gallows. You remember that era of like you love the Gallows, you and you and you liked the TV I showed you. It was fun. It was a campy, rompy time. I will say. I I, I I love the teen that 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 modern teen era of like found footage horror. Uh no, young people need to stay in horrors, period. It's so much fun. Once you start giving us older people in horror, I don't know why it takes me but out But I got I to give a special mention it. to, no, fuck it. Fuck it on the first one, second one, fuck all that. Um, Oculus, no shade. Oculus was a good movie. That you one. watched that movie several times. I did. I'm thinking about the ones that, horror movies that I go back to. And then, you know what, my favorite, I got to put number three, I don't care, Uninvited, I've seen a billion times, it's my favorite thing in the bad entire world. Movie, it is bad, I love it down, so, it, it's just so cunty, and then the idea that it was just, it was, she was in her head the whole time, I was, ah, so good. Elizabeth Banks gave, that girl from Sugar Punch gave, that other girl, white woman gave. Um, that was Elizabeth Banks' flop era. Everybody it was the flop yeah, era, that that can be me like a porno yeah, era, bitch, yeah, flop, pre-hunger game era, yes. Yes, yeah, no, <laughs> she better thank that movie, because she was going nowhere. No, because in uh, Pitch Perfect, that's when, it was, that was all the same era, but it was yeah, the rise, yeah, it was the rise. Serious actress rise, yeah. She was struggling there for a baby. <laughs> That was really, really good. That was fun. I, I love going through horror. Oh, my God. <laughs> Rush me out of the door. <laughs> no. no, but I, I, I enjoy talking about all the other references because horror is my favorite genres because okay. I do love being scared and I do like seeing how things go. And horror to me is about aesthetic. Mm-hmm. It's about... Yes. It's about, it is really about aesthetic because... Yeah, but is your drag horror. We've, that's where I've kept you. I think you can like horror, but I think I don't think my drag. I mean, is it Dragula? Yes, I think it comes down to like I said. If you if I give you this chain, make it horror. (laughs) You you think it's scarf? (laughs) I made it horror. You gotta you gotta gotta think about it. Are you an S and M girl? I think it kind of bleeds into each other. I do think. I, I would say as a drag artist or artist in period that we had to view horror as an equal medium, just unlike the Latin Grammys and the Grammys. We, <laughs> have to, we have to view it as an equal medium because there is so much that goes into the idea of horror scaring. Because shapes. horror is so uh, faggoty. Horror, like, horror is gay. Like, right. And it, it aligns with queerness because it's about being othered, right? Being yes. being seen as something scarier, even though you may not be. And it's not even really real. I say that's a point. point. And that's why homosexuals love it so much. That's why we do have Dragula. And that's why, or John Waters. Or that's why, you know, we, we've seen drag and gays throughout the whole time. It's, it's part of our culture, too, at the end of the day. Um, and that's why I said, yeah, I love I love the aesthetics. Like, Omega Horror Story Hotel. Yeah, I know people don't like it. Gaga Gabe. I love a vampire, sexy, something horror. I, I love that, too. I'm Queen of the Damned. Is that a horror movie? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Because so. that's in my time. I've seen that a billion times as well. Like, I, I love an aesthetic. I love connecting with characters that are interesting. And I love, yeah, being scared by the paranormal. Things I don't know. And we're going to direct a horror movie together. We're going to be starring a horror movie. I'm down. And I can't wait for my debut as a Scream Queen. So you are definitely the first first kill. <laughs> I can't be. I'm very bimbo-y, so I can. I can be. Um, but you give speaking you put, of first kill, renew first kill on Netflix. Give know, us a season two. But you know, 
but you know, I can't cast you because this is gonna be an actual slasher film, and you are gonna be giving screen. You're gonna be giving scary movie <laughs> in your acting because that's the only references you have. I liked what the actress did in Evil Dead Rises because I have a thing where I like smiling in horror. I love the movie Smile. I love Joker. I love all those kind of things. And I think that's what I would use for my advantage. I would do the smiley, creepy smile. But, but no, but you're being chased. You're being, you're, there's not a demon. Or maybe can I be a demon then? Would I be a killer? Is it me? Am I the drama? Yeah, I don't think I give killer energy. I don't think I give killer energy at all. <laughs> no, you give maybe I'm like not. Emma Roberts and Scream Four energy, but I mean, that's like the most that part. Yeah. But she didn't actually kill nobody. I know. She, she just said I would set it up someone to get killed, but I wouldn't actually kill them. Yeah, that's what she pretty much did. I wonder who did she. You, the great example. You didn't watch Scream Four. But I, I feel like just because I, I like I talk about it, then I watched it. You know. No. You didn't even no. watch the cuntiness of her portrayal of that movie. It was con down. That was the gayest movie of all of them, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Well, where can they find you making more Olive Garden videos? Shame, shame, shame. Um, wait, don't do a podcast. Um, at wait, don't do a podcast on IG and TikTok. Where can they see you not posting for the past month? As well as, of course, our brunches coming up, a secret pride event. Y'all, y'all gonna see us. Y'all gonna be sick of us. Y'all gonna be sick of us. So make sure you follow New New Paris for all updates on all your socials. And be stay tuned for another monthly episode of <laughs> We Don't Do It.